Welcome to the Craft Imperial Podcast, a weekly podcast about cigars, whiskey, and all the banter you could possibly want. You'll join your host, the Bourbon Cowboy, the Viking, as each week we get into different cigars, different whiskeys, budget, hard to find, unicorn, you name it. The rabbit holes we're going to go down, insights, opinions, conversation, new releases from Craft Impero, and anything else we can seem to let fall of our mouths that week. You guys enjoy this episode. Mahalo. All right, all right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Craft and Pure Podcast. You're here with your host, the Viking. And the Bourbon Cowboy. We're not close to you, dude. On uh, a uh, wet and soggy afternoon. This is true, but we did get 18 in. Yeah. And we have our lovely guest, Mark Scoot, over here a little bit. They kind of get, get on that mic, all right? Just that way we can get it in, all the sound in the back, not eating it up. Uh, Mr. Greenman is here. We're going to call him the Griman because I'm going to continue to pronounce his name wrong, even though I know how to say it properly. So say what up, homie. Good to be here. Yeah. Thanks for having me out. Of course, man. We had a great time today. It was wet. It was soupy. Uh, we all hit some pretty gnarly shots at one point. We hit really good shots. And then it was comforting to even see playing with you and, and Billy Boy that even you guys suck a little bit. <laughs> that leg shot you hit the four and a half inches. Fuck, dude. That was. A, no, even that. That was really cool, but the one that made me mad was that hill down the slope. The, the slope hill? Yeah. The one on that back nine? I, I hit it. It's going, and Billy's like, dude, that's at the flag. That's the flag. It's a flag. I was like, holy shit. On the edge we of cut, the green, cut the edge of the peninsula. there's this mudslide that ran off. It went and rolled in the water. I'm like, if I'd have had just a little more man in me, maybe it fucking got there. <laughs> yeah, but I've seen you on a pie three. Hit it perfect. And hit just the edge of the green. And then the backspin. Oh, oh, oh. Back right in the water. Uh, yeah, there's that turn. Because I'm intentionally turning my backspin on. Right? Um, all right, so obviously we were out here at the Legends Country Club in Eureka, Missouri. Um, hanging out. A few noise from the golfers coming in. Yeah, all the beers getting in. Oh, well, that's what I was going to say. The rain was supposed to be here all day. And it did not start raining on us. Not even raining. It was like sprinkling on us at like the 15th hole. And then just as we're finishing our putting on 18, it starts to piss. <laughs> and it's, it's still raining now-ish, but, you know, it's nice. We're all hanging out here. Hell, my nipples are hard. <laughs> well, that doesn't take much, Brian. I know that at all. At all. We should, like, have the button where everybody's, like, laughing. I do. I have a laughter button. Ready? Oh, yeah, there, you go. there it goes. I designed that button on purpose. All right, so what's everyone smoking? Oh, that's a good question. I know I'm doing Aroma Craft. Uh, that's a Cro-Magnon. Cro-Magnon. Yeah. I pulled that out of the box on the last, I don't know, last four or five holes. Well, smoking one of yours. Smoking that hooligan. Yeah. Oh, so you have one of the old ones. You got to see the new label. So the new labels came in for the hooligans and the new labels. I love those. So it, so it, love it just it, it kind of makes the pumpkin pop a little bit more. A dial is an The artwork, or one of uh, one of the customers at AP, she calls it the nightmare. Because every time she smokes it, she has nightmares. Really? Apparently, that's a true story. I'm called bollocks, but apparently, it's a true story. <laughs> 
I'm not really entirely sure. So I'm gonna fire up a uh, Tatuai Kohono 2012. This is the Sumatra box press. Um, I'm gonna get that going. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. We got some TV. We got some movies. We got some golf. What are we doing but, for Nashville? What? Oh, well, there's this little doohickey here that you could use. It's not going to last long, but, you know, go right on ahead. Mm -hmm. Seriously, do it. Come on, touch it. Touch it. I dare you. Touch it. Just hey. the tip? I mean, that's fine. Fucking weirdo. Um, <laughs> this is the Aquatane. Am I thinking right? Aquatane, yeah. Sorry. Aquatane? It's yeah. brown, not black. Black is Cro-Magnum. Black Aquatane. and white is Cro-Magnum. All right. Um, so first thing, let's go ahead and get into this. So we just poured this blue note. Um, which which the Cowboy will talk about what that is in a minute, but how about that fucking Blues game last night? Unbelievable. I mean, I think we pretty much all thought at about 22 minutes worth of gameplay, the game was over. Mm, I thought if the Blues could get to 3-2, it was going to be a yeah, hell of a game. Yeah, it could. If they said that one, they were down 3 nothing. I mean, but it was a uh, very good game. First time, like what? Like only the sixth time in history that comeback's happened, right? Something like that. Yeah, sixth time. Sixth time in a in an elimination game in the playoffs. I think that really eats up Colorado, though, man. I mean, like they do play naturally better on the road, but I don't think you can play any better on the road than the way the Blues finish that game. Hey, Colorado had lost six games at home all year before the playoffs, and the right. Blues have beaten them twice already on right. their ice. Do you have butane with you? Or do you have butane? I do. I do have butane. Well, what we're going to do, and, you know, I was just thinking what to pull out of the box today, the vault, and I was like, man, hit me right there. I looked at it, the blue note, juke joint whiskey, unfiltered, crafted in Memphis, which I don't know. It's all distilled in Kentucky. And Memphis, Kentucky? In, well, that's what I'm saying. Bo uh, it says distilled in Kentucky and bottled in Memphis. <laughs> Memphis, Kentucky. <laughs> so, I'm not quite sure what the juice is. Well, that's a barrel pick, too. Yeah. Um, I want to say maybe uh, Barton, but not positive. We may look it up. Anyway, we've had this on the show before, and I got this a barrel pick from Cass Spirits down in Cape Girada. That's where I grabbed that on a little trip down there not too long ago. Cape Girada. Cape Girada. Cape Girada. Cape Girada. Cape Girada. What do you say, Girado? Oh, I said Girado. That's a Ma Massachusetts accent. Girado. Girado. Well, it's like New Orleans. So Dorada, Southern Town. Keep Dorada. Well, here, boys. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Great day. Let's get a little bit of blue note. You got another beer over there? I do. Beer. Right, right Great day. Everybody survive. You want to try a sip of this? Can you do a sip of it, or do you have to? Yeah, yeah. I'll have a little yeah. blue note. We have a glass over there? Mm -hmm. Give them a little bit of well, I stretch out my abdomen here. Um, it's tough stretching it over an eight pack. Yeah, I know. It's fucking, fucking tough, dude. Um, but uh, yeah, that game—the game was insane, man. And Bozak knocking that. So it was really funny. Like you know, we we, we were joking last night. You know, we're all we're all couch coaching and shit like that, right? We're dicking around and having fun. Noah, you're the man. Who got you, La Polina? Asked Yeah, I think you guys left him. 
Uh, I'll say it, but I don't think so. Thanks. Somebody left No worries. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we just got delivered the real ashtrays. No one's the man. Wow. Uh, we'll get into that here in a little bit um, while we're talking about the ashtrays stuff. But the game, man, just the way it was played out, the way the whole thing got put together. And we were talking the whole time, like the way those guys acted in that last 15, 16 minutes of play, right? Like the last eight minutes of, of the third period versus the seven and a half minutes it took for them to score, right? They played, they were offensive on the puck, they were fast on the puck, they were skating hard, they were dumping towards the goalie, not chasing it around the boards, playing past their own blue line, not trying to defend softly, and they put up three goals in 11 minutes? Mm -hmm. Right? Three goals in 11 minutes? Right. You know? And all of that coming right off of McKinnon laying up one of the baddest single-handed goals in hockey. But it was so sweet, right? Because everybody in that arena said that was the nail. That, oh, yeah. It's that was all the done. The blue note is done. Well, I guess we yeah, then Thomas tapped in that weak side goal. It'd be, oh, yeah, off the pad. But again, same thing I was saying all night, right? And it's always funny, like, we're sitting around with some of these guys, and they're like, oh, look at these guys talking hockey. And I'm like, I played hockey for 15 years, right? He's never a professional hockey player, nothing like that. But it's very frustrating, like, much like you with football, with you with baseball and hockey and sports and stuff. When you played it, right, and you know every – I don't care what level of professionalism you get in a sport, every – fucking person is taught the same basic fundamentals of the sport to play. When you're watching professional athletes that are supposed to be the best at what they're doing, not doing the fundamentals, it's, it's like, dude, come on. Like I was saying last night, uh, one of the goals that McKinnon had his first one before he got his hat trick. There's a difference between skating inside another player's skates defensively in front of the crease to move them out of the way. There's a difference there. Versus just standing there hoping to help I guess you're trying to help Uso block the net. But what that does is that opens lanes on the left and right side of the goal because he can't see the puck move. And that's how they scored every time, you know? But then as soon in that last set of minutes, when they started, instead of, because the whole game you watched them, they would they would get set at the top of the blue line and they would dump the puck along the boards to try and go back and get it. Well, they weren't playing the body. So after that second goal they got, they started taking shots. They were just shooting. Like I think the, I think the Blues had something like 13 shots on goal in the second half of the third period. You know what I mean? They were just shooting at the pads. Well, what happens when you shoot at pads? Puck comes back out. You can crash the puck. Well, and what happened is instead of shooting the puck directly in and around the boards, if you watch the Thomas goal, it might have been it might have been Bo, it was Bozak's goal. Barbashev on the left side shot diagonally across knowing that his player was going to crash there. And oh, there yeah. was no defenseman. You told when, when Bozak took that, that the overtime yeah. goal? Yeah, and, then, yeah. They, and then, they, then they cycled it, but that but that dump in was across the ice versus down the board. 100%, 100%. And then, and it's like, and it's like you can't argue. Like Colorado is a faster, stronger team. God, they are. They're, they're talented. They're talented. But, but you saw the Blues can play them. They got inside of them. 
If they, so they're fast. They're fast when they're coming at you. They're not as fast when you're playing against them. Like when they're skating backwards, they're not as fast. They're, they're not. They're actually human when they're skating backwards. When you're playing them that way, where they get fast is when you get screwed up, dumping the puck behind the net, you get three, four people tied up, and three of them break off, you're not catching them. Well, I just thought the big difference there in the third quarter is, man, they fought and chipped so hard to keep it down in their zone. You know, not the Blues. You're really lucky that they down played in. overtime because now you can call it four quarters instead of three periods. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, yeah football four quarters. But I mean, they just kept dumping and and and, and not letting them get it out of. Uh, the Avalanche zone. They played with desperation. And yeah. man, they played like they wanted it. They wanted it. You just, now, man, I don't know. I think we've got our mojo back. We know what we got to do to come back to town. Well, I think the energy that you were feeling last night in Colorado will be trifected in St. Louis tomorrow night. You ain't it's gonna be sick. Like, I'm talking, I'm talking, you better expect the stadium. You better expect the bars in the stadium. You better expect the bars downtown. In Anyone showing that game, everyone's coming out. Even Wayweather fans are like, oh shit, might have a chance. They're coming out. This is you know what I mean? No now, don't get me wrong, it's not going to be easy. They got to win three games. They got to win two more games in a row to win. Right. This time. So, you know. so who do you want to score the first goal tomorrow night? Not person, but team, because the team that has scored first has lost. I know every that. game. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. true. That's not true. No, because the well, last, no, no, the last game in St. Louis, they lost. scored. We scored in what two minutes and then lost five three. Yes, we did. That was the game that Bennington went out. We scored first. That was game, went that was game three. Yeah. But no, I, dude, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm an old school hockey fan. Score fast, quick, and just keep fucking doing it. Like the Boston Irish used to vote early yep. and often. Run it, run it up. You put up, put up nine goals in two periods. I don't give a shit. Run it up. Every chance you get an empty net, dump it. Shoot at it. I don't care. But, it should be fun. Um, but his blue note's very good. We've had this before. Yeah. yeah. The blue note's good. Mark, what do you think about the blue note? I like it, but I'm not a bourbon guy. And I yeah, like no, you're not. You are. You're a very. He's a. He's a fancy scotch guy like you. You should come come over sometime. <laughs> um, but. Uh, What's your yes. favorite color skirt? You know, fancy, fancy scotch. Oh, what's your Probably, favorite color? All in all, McAllen number five. It went right over his head. Oh, I thought you asked me what. No, he said, you know, fancy scotch and stuff. What's your favorite color skirt? Oh. I tend to go with black. Not the, not the one you were wearing when you left those punch shorts. But. <laughs> I don't know. We all had a, a kilt or two. Brian was the best. Hit the Fucking ball, Nancy. Who are you talking to? He's like, you see, I left it short. I'm like, oh, it's one of those conversations. <laughs> um, no, the best part was when we were leaving. I had pulled off, pulled off the edge of the uh, car path. <laughs> we're pulling up, and the lips too big. I'm just grinding the side of the grass. <laughs> There's skid marks up there, and I did it. No one will ever know. Um, yeah, the blue note's very good. So something I did want to talk about. We had talked about a couple of weeks ago when we were up with Barry about smoking cigars inside, outside, right? We talked about the golf course, and we're smoking cigars out here. One thing that Billy Boy pointed out, and he'll join us when he gets done with his work. 
football. He, so Bill, Billy is a fast smoker, right? I, I know that from your personal yeah. knowing him. He's a fast smoker. But he went through three Robustos on that front nine. Really? But he also does some, and this is something I want to ask both of you, just for a conversation, right? I can't do it. He'll hold that cigar in his mouth, drive a ball off the tee, he'll putt, he'll chip, he'll load a wood up, he'll, uh, he'll anything, anything he's got. You know, that may, that, cigar that, that may explain a few things. <laughs> no, he does. It's I can do it on the putty. I can't do it on a drive or a chip. I have to set it down, but I, I can do it on a putt. But him, Jimenez must be his golf hero. There he is. Yeah. There he so, is. The guy who keeps his stick in his mouth on every shot. We're just talking about you, Billy. What do you want? Here. Hey, look at the new label. How about you guys? I have no, that's the new label. That's that Super Tour. Yeah. That's the way it should have looked in the beginning. Yeah. Hey, pull that, pull that chair in here. And you can, yeah, you can talk next to us. So, uh, Billy, did, did you sniff that? to check out where it was from first. Uh, it came straight out of my ass, we're being honest, but whatever. What are you guys cutting me in? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, gotcha. Um, but yeah, it's something I can't do. And I did notice, you know, a little subconsciously, when Andrew was talking about strength and everything, I didn't smoke anything really strong today. When we were getting closer, I was going to switch and come back. Um, because I wasn't going to take the risk. What did I smoke? So I smoked a... Uh, well, I smoked a Jaime. Yeah. I guess you would call that strong. That's Okay, that's a full body, full strength. But I, I also, I was, looking at, I was looking at the weather and I was worried about it. If it did rain, right? It's how these golf carts zip up. You can't, you can't keep your cigar out of the water, you know? Um... I jump in the back. But I thought, I just, I, I thought it would be A-OK, -okay, whichever. Okay, all right, I can move, you can do it, yeah, okay. All right, no worries. Um, but it's interesting when you think about it like that, but I also, like, I, I feel, if I'm playing good, or, or you know, if, if the balls are staying in the shortcut or the fairway, you know, and the chips are going, I'm not chasing my ball everywhere, I don't really like the smoke, but like today where my balls are going left, right, you know, we were looking for them, we were dropping them, doing this, doing that, I don't know, I kind of enjoyed having the cigar, it's like you're walking around, you're getting through everywhere, and you got a cigar to walk with. But me and you, we're still working on our swing, a good consistent swing. He's got a pretty, really consistent swing, Mark's got a pretty good, Billy's got a good No, we got to talk about you. He's got a pretty good, uh, consistent swing. Slow, it starts out real slow, and then wham, comes right through. Yeah, we got to talk about your swing. You had, do not have a full swing. I can't turn. But how do you connect with the ball? Head down, baby. Head, head down. Fuck you. Head down. And when, when you can't turn, your head's got to be someplace, so you might as well keep it down. 
That's fair. I get that. So you didn't see much of a backswing? See, I no, you kind of, you've got the, uh, is it Matt Wolf that does it? You kind of come up, you cock it, and then you shoot back in. Right, it's kind of like a cock, I get you. But it was also really fun playing with another left-handed player tonight. Because I never play with a left-handed player. Left-hander, left-handed, I mean, nothing beats a left-handed golfer. Unless you're trying to find a golf glove. That's a bitch. They had to, like, go dig in the back to get me a glove. I'm like... But, uh, no, it was really nice there. It was fun to play golf. We're here at the Legends. Um, the front nine, the re... Not re the, the update? Would you call it an update? Reconstruction? Rebuild? Update? Remodel? Remodel, reconstruction. Remodel yeah, the front nine. Reconstructed. Well, the front, the, uh, the first nine of the... The front nine of the boys. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're getting ready to do the back one. Yeah, they got it open and today. I think it's a soft open today. Uh, investors played it today and then tomorrow it's open for play. So play will start on one tomorrow, I believe. And then I'm not sure when. I didn't hear when they're going to start 10 or anything like that. But Can that back nine play any longer in wet weather? My well, that's God. that's something I learned today too. Talking golf, I've never like I played like we've played when like it hit rain like two days ago, and it's ninety degrees and humid out, and you might land in the wet spot, right? But man, like playing from the ridge back there, you know, like I was talking, I was like when I was hitting that bomb pop, it, the balls were going straight, so I corrected for it. They kept it straight. I was like, great. First one I sat out here, I lined it up straight, and it just horseshoed. You know, it probably went out a hundred some feet and then shank 300 feet left you know and then i looked down at the club and there's just mud and water and everything everywhere you know it was very different well i thought all in all we shot pretty good i mean i was a little rusty in the beginning but then got going a little bit but it was a little windy it got cold yeah the ground was wet it started yeah. raining i think actually it wasn't as bad as i thought as much rain as we Nothing was favorable. I think the four of us would be a good scramble team. That's what Billy was saying. Yeah, I think we'd be a good. Well, I told him we should just do uh, a two-man scramble against those two. We gotta get Brian and Lit to do some charity thing. I know that um, you know Let's Go Lounge is our locker sponsor, the OG sponsor of the of uh, the podcast and everything. I know they've talked about. Um, doing a uh, lit like lit member uh, guest kind of thing which would be really cool yeah you'll be my guest um, huh? oh yeah here you go buddy yeah scoot a little closer to him so when you talk in you can talk there you go. And his light is full. I'll fill mine up. Uh, Billy Boy, say hi. Howdy. How do you do that, sir? Um, Billy is actually firing up. So, yeah, I should throw this out there. I know we're kind of scatterbrained, but the, the new, or I should say the original label for the Hooligan has finally arrived, and it's starting to go on all the new 
uh, not new product, but new place product. So yeah. So basically, what it was was the pumpkin. It's a white pumpkin, and it, they put it on a white background. And we originally wanted a black background for the white pumpkin, so it pops. Now everything is the way we originally designed it, and it's fantastic looking. Super excited. And it's a terrific stick. Thank you. Uh, Billy is smoking what Griman smoked this morning. The Super Toro edition of the Hooligan, which uh, that is coming to the market in the summer. Um, it's going to come right behind uh, the Reaper, which we haven't formally announced yet, but that's being worked on. That's going to be our box product. Hopefully next month. Man, we'll see. We just got to kind of make sure product can get in and, you know, everything's aged appropriately. And uh, But we're really excited about that. That'll be pretty cool. Um, Billy, how was golf today, man? First half was really good. I played a really good first nine, back nine, not so much. You were standing there with me the shot that went in the water, so I'm not bullshit, right? Yeah, yeah. It was tracking, man. Which one was track? Hey, fuck you. <laughs> the one he was standing there with me on. Yeah, but the, the shot of the day is your shot. That's what I said. He was within four inches of Oh, that pitch? Yeah, that was that was that was that was good. That was the shot of the day. I like that. It'd been better if it fire hose, whatever, as it should be. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a lot. It was a lot of fun, man. Um, so we were talking about you and your cigars. So a few weeks ago on the podcast, we had been, we were talking about smoking cigars inside versus outside, right? And a lot of questions came. I just I had never thought about it the way the question was asked, right? And I said earlier when you were inside about how you went through three reducers on the front end. Typically, each one of those will last me probably the better part of 45 minutes to an hour. And that took me, I mean, I barely got in nine holes. And they were gone. And we, we didn't play, I mean, I think we played, we went off at about 10.35. We came around the back at 12, 10, 12.15 maybe? But I mean, those things burn fast. And, and I, you guys mentioned it, so I, I bring the cigar with me. Yeah, you go everywhere with it. It's, it's all I'm smoking true. it the whole yeah. time. So I'm That's true, he's smoking it the whole time. All the time. So it's in my mouth when I smoke it. So, um, Always yeah. got to have something in your mouth, don't you? <laughs> well, he usually prefers the big ones. He doesn't have any of that. Well, I got a super torque. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's, yeah but it's no torque. <laughs> this guy's like, oh, I got about an hour and a half left. Give me something big. Well, he has an 880. Oh, that'll do. Oh, my God damn, man. For about four or five holes. Fucking hell, man. Might as well get it out now and start talking about it. Um, June 2nd, Thursday, we've got our, uh, I, I guess you could say starting the summer into fall series of the uh, cigar and bourbon events out here at Legends. And um, we're going to have Russie from General Cigar out here, and we're going to be doing a Woodford Reserve. Um, I know we got the Double Oak, and maybe some of the new ones is probably a rye, maybe a malt. I know they got a malt out there. In a week. In a week? Yeah. I'm not sure exactly what we got yeah. coming in. <laughs> so we're hosting the event as we normally do. Um, 
on. There's going to be hors d'oeuvres and food and everything like that. Um, and we're going to do the new Punch Maduro. Uh, that's going to be the cigar that comes out with your ticket. Uh, we'll have everything else for sale. Uh, Rusty, you know Wreck-It Rusty. He's going to be here hanging out um, next Thursday. Yeah, and it starts at 6.30. We'll go to like 9 or 10. Um, Rusty, Wreck-It Rusty will be here. He's just hanging out. It's nothing. Um, it's, it's no event. Don't look at it like that as, as far as like general handling. He's just going to be here. Um, it'll be really cool to have him around because he, he will be able to kind of answer some deeper questions about, you know, the actual punch cigars than, than we probably could. Um, but it'll be a lot of fun. So. so so not to get ahead of ourselves, but when Edmonton beats Calgary and we beat Colorado, will that be game one at home for the Blues? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. <clears throat> I don't know. How do they? How do you? How do you? Because we're playing tomorrow, Friday, game six, Sunday, game seven. And then we'd be at home if we win the series. If 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 Edmonton beats Calgary. Calgary had a bus in Yeah. It's a Ford in my Speaking of Calgary, where's that series at right now? Hey, how long is your pool? Canada. As long as you want. I love that stuff. Nothing gets past It's in Canada. It's a North American. Edmonton and Yeah, but I know. I'm just saying. In that series, who's ahead? Edmonton. Edmonton is. 2-1. Okay. Playing at home. Tonight? Yeah. 3-1? And back in Calgary, correct? You know what series been a lot of fun, the Rangers and the, and the Hurricanes? That's getting, that's getting dicey. They're, they're fighting and shit. That's a lot of fun. Those are two evenly matched teams. Yeah. Well, all I know is I'm excited about tomorrow. You know what, that's going to be you fantastic. And I are just like, should be electric. So, so, I, I, and I will say, you will appreciate that. Like we got the momentum. I mean, I have to think that there's a lot of uh, mojo gone after they had it in their hands. I don't know. Still going to be tough ass. How about that play Justin Falk made in overtime on Landis God? That's either a great play. Him into the boards so kind of a, either a great play at the blue line by Falk or a brain cramp by Landis God for not throwing it to net earlier. So they were giving him shit the for that red line. as well. Sure. Like you guys can't close this series out with an empty netter and then you get boxed in. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a great game to watch from about the midway point of the second second period. Uh, it was it was it was hitting hard. It was getting crucial there for a minute, but um, yeah, no, I'm excited about it. So we got to talk. Do you guys you guys watch uh, the Halo TV show or the Offer? No. So the Offer you need to watch. The Offer is about Mario Puzza and um, Al Ruddy, the producer of The Godfather, and how how they got to actually get the movie played. I think it's fantastic. It's amazing. Love it. The music, everything, the actors, everybody's great. What's it called again? The Offer. The Offer. Yeah, like I'm gonna make him an offer. He can't refuse the Offer. Yeah, Netflix. It's 
It's on Prime. Or Paramount. It's on Prime. Bam. And then we watched Halo. Halo ended. I wasn't really psyched on the way it ended. I, I thought that was one of those safe, like, if we don't get a season two. Cool. You know, it's a little bummy. I think it's all still open. All right, so YouTube, we don't get to, we like to ask this when we have people on that don't come on often. What um, what have you smoked lately that you've been really excited about? Well, I smoked uh, one that I think you recommended to uh, Adam, and I enjoyed the Lancer Annual Oh, yeah, yeah. The LCA. Just like all Lanceros, you have got one down at the end. Yeah. I, I like to smoke a little enough. Oh, yeah, you do. And so it was getting a little rough at that. Okay. But it was just, I, I enjoyed it. Right on. Right on, Mark. I don't want to rub it in, but yes, I do. He's so excited. It would be the Padron Tubo that I won on a bet from you. Ah. And I have since purchased several because they're outstanding. He bet the Bruins game against me and he fucking won. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Do we all scratch out? Oh, he was with Thank you. Use a coaster, man. Damn. Oh, I didn't. Man, this is new. Look at this. Nice. My fear is I'll set it on the corner and the, gla and the glass will tip over. My fear is that I'll set it on the edge and the glass will go like that. All right, I'll take one then. I'll have another. Please. Thank you, may I have another? Uh, is that a Goose Island? No. India. Yeah, it's Goose Island. Thank you. It's the IPA from Goose Island. India Pale Ale. Oh, I'm thinking of Indio in Cabo. Sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> you're dumb. I love you, but you're dumb. It's all good. No worries. I'm left-handed. Um, me too. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, something, something super, super nerdy in tobacco that I have to talk about real quick. Crown has just released that the Blood Medicine cigar is coming back for events only. Okay. Now I know you guys have no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to Blood Medicine. Blood Medicine was one of the original blends that Crown Heads did back when Mason Dixon was out before Ross Calaveras released. It was a stick that came out that kind of got tucked away and pulled away and put away for a while. So now, like you've been you've been to cigar events, right? So like when, when we did all of it, we had the Q Labor there, we had the Super Tour. Like they're only available at the event. These are now rolled, bundled, boxed, and ready for event-only sales. So the next Crown has event we have, you'll be able to buy Blood Medicine. You're talking a blend on a cigar that by now is, well, 10, 10 years old. 10, started in 09, so 13 years old. You know, which, I mean, the cigars aren't 13 years old, but like going back in the vault to bring that back, that's... Uh, and, and even now, you know, it was one of those cigars like, the Mason Dixon project, a lot of people just didn't like the cigars. Like they weren't, they, I thought they were great. A lot of people didn't like them. Blood Medicine kind of fell into that. There, there were some uh, trademark things, I think, that kind of happened with that. But when all that fell in, people just didn't enjoy the cigar. So it kind of got put away. 
But now, when you see him working exclusively with Pepin, Ernesto Carrillo, uh, Ricardo Pajardo, Luciano being involved, imagine that tobacco is available now to create, recreate that cigar. You said all those names. He is a cigar nerd, right? Right. So, 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 so,
You guys have to understand this. Every single time we do a podcast, I could, we could be locked in a closet in a concrete building and someone would have a jackhammer on the other side. Every single time we do a podcast, it's a lawnmower, a helicopter, sirens, chainsaw, chairs, and our wreck. They were way on the other side and now they're just moving all the we got fans. This is where the action is. All right, we got fans. How many Hall of Famers are sitting at this table? In basketball? No, no. So, Hall of Famer in anything. So, Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. HBA Hall of Famer. Optical Pioneer. I heard! The table next door is the Huh? Is that the guy? The primary owner here? No, that's the slick hair and the glasses right there on the left. Oh, sitting down. Yeah, sitting down. Well, I will punch my name in there because I'm a Hall of Famer, four times older, three with the team, and individual. We went to a college. I'm sure everybody's heard of it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the three, the four of us, could Google something and be a Hall of Famer. Cowboy, Cow- Cow- what'd you play? I'm running back at William Jewell. You uh, played for the Chiefs. We were uh, at one time. We we held the playoff record for Missouri and. Uh, National Championship. So, what happened? Every yeah. Sunday come around? What are you talking about? Probably. <laughs> we're at yeah. Billy G's. And so they come and get me. And they, yeah, Hodge no, played so it. Here's, here's what happened. William Jewell, and then he went and he played with the Chiefs for about four months. Until the USFL broke up, and then I got sliced. And when you get sliced, it's like, hey, the coach wants to see it. And I'm like, that, that's it. Turn in your playbook. I'm like, hold on, let me run down and grab a jersey or my helmet. That don't work. It's already gone. <laughs> Everybody knows. Coach wants to see it. Yep, that's it. Get out. It takes a hell of a lot to get there, though. So how- back in the day, Herschel Walker, I mean, they had a huge amount of talent in the USFL. And uh, now, well, because Herschel Walker is running first. Is he running for Senate, I think, yeah. in Georgia? That's because he got and tired. That's because he, he got tired. primary now, so he'll be facing, I don't know who he's facing. But he got tired of fighting in a cage getting beat up. Yeah. Um, well, the USFL was still around. The NFL hadn't been formed completely yet, right? The NFL was the formation of the USFL dissolution. Right. And then the USFL. Maybe 1960. Yes. And then, no, and, then, well, the, uh, and then Joe Namath put him on the map. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that that's been since the beginning of football. Like first Super Bowl ever was what was it? Green Bay and the Chiefs. First day. Was that the first Super Bowl ever? Right, that was in the twenties. First Super Bowl. That's right. He's got you got. Oh. Yeah, I 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, we are. We're not at 60. No, we should be at 60. We're not at 60. No, I said, well, we started at 60. It's 2022. So, I don't think we're at 60. So, Billy, you're close. Yeah, we're coming up on 54, 55, 56, somewhere mid 50s. No, I meant, I meant 50s as far as number of years the Super Bowl's been played. Pull up Google. 52 Super Bowl. So who's going to you? Okay, so 19... 1970? Miller, Mark Bushmeyer. 1970 is 52 years. No. Yeah, right? You're a hell of a mathematician. You're spot on. Yeah. Thank you. And I'm in ring. <laughs> That was your score through seven today. <laughs> I had a 51, motherfucker. <laughs> so how have we only had 52 Super Bowls on <laughs> 52 as the NFL. There have been 55 Super Bowls. I know how the math works. All right, who's going to, who's going to the Super Bowl this year? Early oh, prognostication. The Chiefs. Early prognostication. Chiefs. Hey, I will. I will say that. Hey. Okay. We weren't even sweaty. Was it hey. 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 Um, I don't know. They're they're working out Colin Kaepernick. So, so hey, don't don't listen to this guy. This guy this guy thinks Tony Romo is a world class athlete. That's not what you want. Eastern Illinois, correct? Hey, he married a Mizzou, a Mizzou uh, golden line girl. Kaepernick was cool. sitting on the bench when the kneel happened. I mean, so it's been seven years. He sat on the bench for a year, so eight, nine years now. He's a legitimate force for the Raiders. I don't think his so. last his last season. I heard it on the way over here was 2016. Right. I mean, and he threw. 16 touchdowns and four interceptions in 11 games. But he hasn't played since then. Yeah, and that's my thing, too. Like, we were talking <coughs> right before the Blues game yesterday. Um, I don't know that... I don't think he's ever been... Like, I think he was a Johnny football. Like, coming out of college, he was the hot thing, right? Where do you go to school? Who? Cabinet? No idea. That she might say something. Uh, I'm so he gonna was say with the 49ers when he came on. He only played for the 49ers. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is he was like a backup or whatever, and somebody I don't know either didn't play well or got hurt. And then he. Oh no, in, I think they started a little him. bit of a run. No, back, he was a backup. Uh, was it? Oh. Well, yeah, he was that triple threat thing. He was that. He was that Robert throw. Griffin. The because they were the same year, weren't they? Wasn't it Kaepernick, Griffin, um, RG three? He played at the yeah. University of Nevada, Reno. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So and, that's and why William Jewell. Chosen first, what? Uh, I'm busting uh, your balls. Miss. 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 Yeah, Don't yell at her. Um, yeah. Uh, super. Oh, that's hard, dude. 
Did you hear this shit that Tyreek Hill said? So, guys, this is going to be a sports podcast, and then we're going to talk about cigars just a little, very little bit, okay? Uh, Tyreek Hill said that Tua Tagovailoa is the most accurate passer he's ever seen in football. And I'm throwing some on. Throwing some Thank you. I'm now, hold on a minute. Now, is he he's with Miami of the USFL? No, NFL. NFL. Miami. Oh, plays in, he plays in the AFC. Tua has been their quarterback for two oh. years. Oh, you need him for Yeah. Oh. Two or three? He, got, he was hurt for a little bit, and then he came. Well, I know he's with the Jets for a while. His knee got too. His leg got destroyed in college. Are we talking about the same guy from No, we're not. No, no, that's not Tua. No. No, oh, two attack of all. I know. Who's your throwing smoke? Did you cancel AT and T? The Battlehawk, the guy, the throwing smoke. The guy that was playing oh, for Washington. No, that was the placeholder. That, that, that was the placeholder. That was Tyler Haneke. What the fuck are we talking about? I don't even know the fuck we're talking about. No, but he played for the Battlehawks. Yeah, he did. I watched. I watched. He was fantastic. And the Battlehawks were fun. Jack Thompson is the throwing Samoan. No, no, no. That was that was nineteen seventy nine. Jesus. Going down oh, Marcus Mariota. Looks like it's, it's yeah. Right that was a good one, huh? Yeah. He played for Mariota in Tennessee. Man, everybody calm down. Yeah, no, they're golfing. Then he played for the Raiders as a backup. Yeah. Well, and so and he left the Raiders. Where's he going? Where'd he go? I don't know Home. Oh, and speaking of <laughs> speaking of quarterbacks and, and where are they going? Baker. Baker's staying right there. If, you know what? I hope the Browns win the Super Bowl. I hope Baker Mayfield goes out and just puts up a highlight year, and then they try to sign him, and he goes, and goes and plays for put, the Raiders. You don't think Buffalo will be back in the mix this year? I think they will. Uh, yeah, they will be. I think it'll be Buffalo, Kansas City. I like and, uh, my Super Bowl picks. Buffalo. Tampa Bay will definitely be there. That's not going to go away. I'm, I'm going Buffalo and Philadelphia. What are you talking about? That's bold. I didn't know what. He's over here at Buffalo. And Phil, Buffalo, I, Buffalo, I can hang on, okay? Aren't you sure. guys hanging on? Uh, a small, okay, make it. A small better fentanyl never hurt anyone. You guys won't do in Hilly. Yeah, but he said the Philadelphia Eagles were going to play in the Super Bowl against the Buffalo Bills. I, I think they're going. I didn't even know they were going to play. No, you think that's the <laughs> NFC team that goes? Oh, Ireland. Over yes. Green Bay? Yes. Over the Niners? Wow. Niners new quarterback. Jimmy G gonna make that money. Pack, Packers lost their weapon. You know, people people are saying people are saying that people are saying that same shit about the Chiefs and losing Tyreek Hill, but I don't think so. I think no, because now Harmon's gonna be a fucking. He's my first round pick in the draft this year. I want everybody to know that. he's a beast. But first round pick in the draft this year. We gotta play fantasy football this year. We gotta have a better league this year. Hey, you wanna play in two leagues? I'll play in two okay, leagues. Please come over. My Holy first fuck. round draft choice. Choice if he's available. available. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel. Dude, he's holding out from practice. Did you see that? That means nothing. These are OTAs. These, these aren't even practice. I mean, can we talk about practice? <laughs> yeah, I should probably practice. Uh, all right, so let's talk about the PGA last week. 
Okay, go ahead. Okay. Justin Thomas coming back and stealing that shit. <laughs> From seven strokes down. Seven strokes back. Got to tip his... Gotta tip my cap to him. I'm not a fan. Everybody knows that. Well, he that. cost me and Billy 168 fucking dollars, so I'm a little mad at him. There's a bottle, bro. I don't think he personally did. Well, you know what? <laughs> it felt like it. If fucking Willie O'Zally could have won, we'd have made money. <laughs> I felt badly for Pereira putting his tee shot on 18 in the water. Dude, so I, no bullshit, not being funny. I was sitting at Mexican. We're sitting at Margaritas, and they're talking to him. And uh, his buddy, um, since they were kids, is, um, is it Neiman? Neiman, yeah. Neiman. And Neiman's talking about how ever since we were kids, he put the ball wherever he wanted. Just 20 minutes of boosting him up. The minute that interview ended, he shanked that ball into the woods. And it was downhill from there. <laughs> and then it showed, and then it, it, it was a little sad, but like when he missed that putt on 18, and he was out. He took third. Neiman, they, the camera cuts like that playing through like that is right now. The screen on the right is Neiman laying over like this, like sad. <laughs> it was it was a Chilean romance breakup. I think that, yeah, I think that's you. Because you're in the moment. Yeah. When you're in the moment, you don't. Like, you'll you'll know, you're the, I think you're the only one here who's played on a professional level. Like, how do you, I never played professional fucking. I'm a professional male hooker. I used to be. (laughs) No, you are a. I used to be a pro. You are a discount. You're like a Sam's Club whore. People buy in bulk. <laughs> you don't get hours, you get days with you. You're the Motel 6 on the edge of Grand. And you've never gotten laid there? No, no, sir. At where? Costco? Well, I can't stop this podcast now. Um... Oh shit, Ezra! Yeah, you, Ezra you pulled some, you pulled something pretty up. Yeah, um, twelve years. Well, that's gonna be our next little four. So, well, I want to. I, I need to get a glass for the grinder so we can have a little more of that blue back there. There's another. Well, this isn't hurting you at all. Four glasses out there. No. Yeah, it might be. It may, I'll talk to you about that off here. What Scotch can do a little differently. It's a little weird, but but my legs are crossed, so you know I. What else is new? I protected everything. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Well, just so everybody so, knows, I, I, I moved to the Las Caveras. And it is the 2020 purple bottom down at Memphis. Give him credit. Call it the blue instead of purple because we're talking blue note, blue. That's fucking purple. No, but that's like legitimately purple. <laughs> that is legit purple. Uh, how the hell you don't see that? What the hell are they talking about? It's anyway, pink, it's pink to me. At National Cigar Company, anyway. They had tons of them. Fantastic. And speaking of uh, Las Calaveras, when, when is the next one due out? Uh, talking a month or two? Las Calaveras usually ships. I want to say it's, be- it's either beginning or mid July it ships. Right now you're smoking 21, the yellow one. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's a great stick. So that's that's Pepin. He did that. Um, you guys have seen all my tattoos, so you know these skulls. Not all of them. Well, not all of them, no. But you've seen the ones on here. This skull is the 2014 Calaveras, and then the black and gold one is the 17 Calaveras. Um, how do they make a tattoo that's like two inches long? Well, I don't have any that small. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I have letters that might be that small. If you, you know, they do have this new technique today that I can hook up my artists. They do shading and stuff for the depth to look a little deeper. My artists, in case you're ready to go, Mark. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that made me uncross my legs. All right, give me, give me a second. We got to talk cigars for one minute, and then we'll go back to debauchery, okay? Well, I'm trying to bring a lot of comparison to Um No, that's great going back to Crown Heads. Um, 21 sh or 22 should ship. Oh, we do got to talk about that. You smoked it yesterday. You didn't smoke it yet. I'm gonna ask you what La it is. Carim Bellicoso limited edition 2022 hit the stores yesterday. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Let me tell you something. It's amazing. Every time that cigar hits, it's the same thing, man. The where this one's a little different, so it's still got like that rock candy spice I like, where it kind of the spice comes in, it's sweet, and then it, it dances around. There's a lot of rich chocolate in that cigar, and I really, really like that. I I love, I love fantastic. that last night. Fantastic. Um, Lit Cigar Lounge. You guys Lounge. had that last night? Yeah. Lit Cigar. I was just about to give. I was just about to give Lit Cigar Lounge. Yeah. I was just about to give them some kudos. Like, uh, that was outstanding. Yeah. I like uh, Mario. Yeah. Um, down at Lit, uh, they came in yesterday. We did receive them. I know they're going to hit the local shop soon. Um, I'm not speaking as if they don't already have them. I just know for a fact that Lit received them. Um, currently, we're only doing stick buys. They are $13.25 a stick. Uh, we have more boxes coming once the full allocation comes in. We can start doing box purchases. I warrant everyone if you are a full-bodied full-strength smoker an entire experience cigar buy that cigar it will it will i promise you promise you if you fall in love with that you let me know if that goes down with you is the best you've had i will give you an original 19 and a 21 i will give them to you at a very reasonable price. And I'll give them to you. Very nice. Very reasonable price. And Lit is always and has always been amazingly fair with their pricing, right? They're never above anyone else with, within range, right? And they're never, they don't undercut themselves to do anything different, right? I mean, I think it's almost fair to say go try and find that box. It's specifically that box. Go find that box online. After your shipping and everything, you're probably, you're, I would almost bet you're paying more than you are with tax when you purchase it at the store. You know what I mean? Um, and you gotta give credit to Crown Hits for creating such a well-designed and amazing cigar and not charging, not charging a retailer out the ass for it so they have to charge for the cigar you know that's something that a lot of people kind of forget they'll walk in to look at a cigar they're like $19 and you're like well yeah 
you know the the box and these are just raw numbers i'm not i don't know exactly right um but the box if you got a box of 40 cigars and it costs the cigar lounge or the company you know 280 dollars for that box guess what you're paying 20 something a cigar because you can't you can't just break it down and make your money but that's not how business works right you know billy you work in oil acquisitions right is that fair coal acquisitions okay what your what your company buys coal for do you turn around and sell it for the same damn price i would hope not either because then you're not working from right here with your fancy headset your cool jacket all right you're not yeah it's, it's beautiful i love it outside of a hole yeah i wonder what happened there oh that's the old traditional scar burn you know right at the nipple right at the nipple too let's let's, let's let's talk golf right you know if you want to be a member of the club or not even a member of the club you go to a public course because you know in st louis we're blessed with from what i've understood i'm not a golf traveler but from what i've understood is in st louis you have a lot of options where you can just go play golf on tuesday you don't gotta belong to a club you don't have you don't have to be important with anybody you can just go out and play not a good public course when you go to that course and you pay 45 50 dollars to play well that's because that money is going towards something to do right that money's going towards helping paying for the landscape, paying for the green, the green keep up, fairways, you know, tea, whatever the hell goes into operating a golf sprinkler system, right? If it just ran on their cost, you'd pay, I don't know, twelve fifty an hour to golf. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you have to do that, and 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 that's when, that's where a lot of companies, especially in the cigar industry, the whiskey industry has lost their damn mind in this aspect, but the cigar industry. Um, that's something that they do very well. You know, certain tobaccos with a lot of age, if the varietal tobacco becomes very rare or the yield that year was not great, that's something a lot of people forget. You know, if, if this right here is a thousand acres of tobacco and we get a hurricane, right? And we can only harvest 200 acres of that. And that's for the project in two years. Well, guess what? If that project is was normally scheduled to be a release at $15, well, now it's going to be a $48 cigar because you literally just quartered what you could use to ship out. Right? All of that affects that cost in line. And, this, and in essence, you're paying an assessment for a golf course. Yeah. Well, I was just talking tobacco again, but yes, 100%. Yeah. yeah. But back to everything before that. La Carême, limited edition Bellicoso 2022. Smoke it, buy it, smoke it, buy it again. Keep a couple of those. I will tell you right now, um, I smoked a 19, or I'm smoking a 19 tomorrow. Those are sitting on three years of age to this point. Every time I smoke them, they get better and better and better and better. There's something to hold on to and have fun with. Right? So, JT was amazing. That was great. I'm still baffled by you saying the Eagles. Why the Eagles? I am putting you in line with him and Tony Romo being a world class athlete. I, you guys are. So I'm. I'm in a. I thought dementia sat in way later. Guys. Well, so so now. Thank you for saying dementia. You're welcome. Who's the Eagles' starting quarterback? Jalen Hurts. 
I'm picking the Eagles. I like their offense. I really like their defense. And they're in a weak conference. The Raiders, man. Raiders surprise the AFC West. I will, I will tell you this. I do. No, no. no sorry. I don't think they take the Chiefs, man. Got it. How about, how about all of us just like how, how about all of us picking Cronky and the Rams? Uh, no. Who even mentioned that? Somebody, somebody at, at Game Four at the Blues versus Colorado wore a T-shirt that said Cronky sucks. So I gotta tell you something funny. So. Hodge, Hodge and I, and I'm pretty sure we created this, years ago in 18, rumors of the XFL and the Battlehawks coming into St. Louis, right? I started saying, Cacaw! And we were all joking around about it. He bought season tickets for like 120 No, I think they were like Twelve, fourteen hundred dollars for the four seats. Not what I you had. said to me. Yeah, oh, four seats for, yeah, yeah. Four so seats. two, two something a piece for six games. Right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Reason your math was good for a while, for a minute. Right. Yeah. But so we went to, we went to every, we tailgated every home game. Right, so the first game, the first game, I think we were playing Washington, Washington, the Guardians or whatever. I went to that game. We were at that game. We're in there. Before the ball, before kickoff even happens, this chant starts. Cronky sucks. sucks. The only televised game on TV that day was that game. Yeah. That day. Yeah, insane, man. And, that, and that's why, like, I don't know why football won't come back to St. Louis. Because, look, I don't think a single one of us, anyone that went to a Battlehawks game, can tell you who the starting defensive end was. Right? Now, ask a Jaguars fan who their starting defensive end is, they'll tell you. Okay? Right? So, it was just what football was the Battlehawks? Uh, 19. I think you're right. Yeah, 19 because it, or end of 19 because the March game we were going to that Sunday, COVID canceled it. We had actually sold out the dome. Los Angeles was coming into town to play. It had a 3 p.m. TV spot nationally on NBC. Yeah. What does the dome hold? 40? If they open it all up, whole thing. It was sold out, and the whole dome was sold out, fully staffed. That is part of the reason when COVID hit and the XFL shut down, the city sued the XFL because they were set to make. I mean, what's a ticket? What is drinks cost? Like, what is food? Right? What happens? You know, there's a reason that the Bush Stadium can stay open when you have two weeks of. Uh, okay, the Braves. What, they had the worst attendance rating two years in a row. They were selling less than thirty percent of their seats. How do you how do you create revenue on that? Well, exactly. You know, huge sports town. 
You're making, you're making huge money on sports you. town. That's amazing. Oh wow! I will say that there's one argument. I, I there's one thing I can't get behind St. Louis to say it's number one baseball town in America. I can't get behind that, but I will say it's probably the biggest sports town I've been in. I'll say that. Because just in, in St. Louis, yeah, yeah. Because between the Blues, the Cardinals, when when the when the um, Rams were here, this MLS stadium, the revenue count they're talking on that, like I didn't know there were that many soccer people. I did not know that. Dude, there are. I'm seeing more STLCC. I know. No, 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 no. Hang on. I know. I know Premier League. Well, back in back in 1960 or the early 60s, the St. Louis region won every national soccer championship there was from D1 through community college. Well, that's they the STL hooligans, right? Are the St. Louis was the number one. They won every national collegiate championship. D1, D2, D3, community college. They won every single one. Alright, we'll get you a beer. Let's go ahead and do this other pour. Billy covered up his skirt. Yes, he did. How, uh, how are you enjoying that cigar, my man? I love it. Cool. So, from an outside point of view, because we haven't had this on the podcast, can you talk about the hooligan force? So, it's a little why, bit Why do you enjoy it? So it's a little bit difficult, and you know this, yeah. because I lost my taste buds with cancer. At least eight taste buds, because you have two. I've got one. And I either like a cigar or don't. So I, I don't have an appreciation for the nuances. I like this because it smokes smoothly, cleanly, it burns well. And it tastes really good. Awesome. Thank and, you. And, and I don't have any objective nuance. No, we and, and, that's, and that's when like I know I know you saw us at Montres back then. We don't we don't talk necessarily. We don't break down and dive into flavors and tastes and this and that and there's enough of those podcasts out there, right? If you want a one-on-one kind of break down a cigar and talk about it a little bit, we can totally do that. But what I think a lot of people forget, especially in the media network world, taste, excitement is subjective. It's all subjective. All right, so with that lull, so what we're pouring now is, and I don't think we've had this on here for a long freaking time. What's your number? 1174? This is a single barrel, 12-year Ezra B. It was close. I had one number. Um, get a glass, dude. Yeah, I'll have one Get a rock glass, dude. Yeah, get a rock glass, dude. Yeah, we're here for the rest of the night. Okay. Hey, man, what's going on? How are they doing, Bochi? All right, talk it out, man. We're we're We'll be right back, guys. Check out this ad from Stone Tribe. We'll check in with you in a second. You're listening to Stone Tribe on the Craft and Puro podcast. 
Download our brand new song, Island Time, and help us raise money for United Cerebral Palsy. 25% of our profits go to help families pay for desperately needed medical equipment and procedures. Connect with Stone Tribe at stonetribemusic.com for music and the latest Stone Tribe merch. All right, guys, we're back. We got Matty Ice with us. Say what's up, baby. How you doing, bro? Uh, so let's go ahead and do this. Let's do an actual drop spot. So next Thursday, June 2nd. Yes. What do we have on the menu next Thursday? Well, you have your cigar from Central Cigar, right? General Cigars. I think, or are we talking cigars or food? Food. Do the food. Yeah. Food. Sorry, I don't know the I think we're talking... Uh, I know, we're, have, I know we're having a selection from Woodford, Woodford Reserve. Yes, which is going to be great. Maybe a malt and I'm a weeded sure. and a double oak. I'm pretty, pretty if, sure. If, I know what's gonna what, what's readily available. It's at least gonna be double oak weeded and yeah. rye. Rye is a little kind of tangled up, and I would think well, there there should be three or four. Um, the malted that malt that malt Woodford is, but it's you'll be able to order it. So maybe we set up auto sales for it. Yeah, so draw sure. it in for sure. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, my our my buddy, our buddy Rusty is coming in. Um, he's great guy. We do. We are lucky enough to the premium sales manager for the Midwest of General. He's going to be here um, again. This is not. I have to. I have to say this. This is not a General Cigar event. This is a Craft and Pure event, and our buddy will be here, hanging out. Um, he's my big twin brother, um, and he's big. He's big, bearded wonder yeah, too. He's big. Yeah, he's a lovely. He is. He is one of. He has been one of my closest friends for a very long time, and uh, he is very well received. He's very important, and he is just. He's. He's a beautiful person. He's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll be here. So talking all the good stuff about all the good cigars. Man, he covers a lot of great cigars. Yeah. A lot of great he, cigars. Um, honestly, he'll be sitting in the corner over here with us listening to music and drinking, but you know, he'll say something <laughs> at some point. No, I'm kidding. Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, this is open to members and guests, right? Um, so member tickets are 55, uh, 45? 45. 45 yes. for members. 45 for members, 55 yes, for guests. 55? Okay, yeah. awesome. And they're gonna have like, a great, we'll have a great selection of yeah. Well, the food—that's the—that's the thing I joke about. Like when I ask that, it's like, well, what's in that? The food is always, always awesome. It's the per—it's it's always fun because it's the perfect amount of food. Like you're not sitting down and getting served a plate of food, right? And then you're like, oh shit! Like you just—you kind of walk in, get a little plate. But it's the right amount of food. I mean, I was out with Janine the other night. She says, "Can we get dessert?" I'm like, "Yeah, go order it up." And they brought it, and the goddamn—it was like some red velvet Gilbert, cheesecake. Gilbert. She was big as her head. Gilbert. I'm like, oh my god, that's Gilbert. like a week Gilbert. of dessert. Man. I don't have ten. Anyway, it was the only here. thing I know for sure, Mark, we have is a chocolate dip pretzel. Oh, thank you. Does that go good with some car? Yeah, chocolate dip pretzel. Yes, it yeah, does. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Ellie. Mm-hmm. Thank you, my friend and host. All right, so we are back into. We're here. How are the cigars doing, man? Man, uh, this one for me is one of my favorite. That's why I sought them out down in Asheville, the Las Caveras uh, 2020. 
And it's interesting with, it. with that aspect because I I remember because you know every time the new LEs come out from from Crownheads, I take a picture, I send it to John, super hype, you know, and he's always like, well, what do you think, right? Which which is cool, and that's not a, that's not a dig, and that's not a you know he does that with a, a lot a lot of people, so it's not oh, yeah. like that. So big boy, um, what's up, baby? How you doing? But uh, um. I sent that one over and I smoked that and 20, 20 was next to 19 for me. The red label was look, it's a phenomenal cigar. But when you're looking at the lineage of Las Calaveras, it just didn't hit that click for me. But 20, I was like, I smoked it. I got into it. I was like, oh shit, man, this is a great cigar. And I smoked the first one driving home from an account. I remember I told you that I, I had gone into lit. I was talking with Brian and Dana. I think Andrew was there at the time. We were all talking. They had come in. I had bought about five of them. I was smoking on the way home, and I took a selfie. I sent it to him, and I was like, dude, he goes, what do you think? And I started throwing out all these, you know, I'm just talking my shit that I do, right? And he goes, glad you like it. And I was like, mm, it's just not tattoo worthy. And he laughed, right? Because, you know, he knows my tattoos. Um, all but, of them? All of them? No, Mark. No one knows all my tattoos. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, there's only like two you can't see. Well, this was, <laughs> and you trying to liked go. it right off the bat. You I did. Like I that. really did. And that, and I believe... I was like, man, I'm not sure about it. And then I I smoked oh, three of them. Oh, this is a reach. I believe that's an Ernie blend. Well, I smoked three of them. And then by the third one, I was like, oh, yes. This son of a bitch. And I, I've been... That's one of my favorites. Well, my let's favorite. uh, let's do our, our cheers here. Uh, yeah. Let's cheers this With up. Ezra B. All right, why don't you talk about this a little bit? You keep saying Ezra B. It's Ezra Brooks. Well, Ezra B. I mean, I'm not finding single any barrel. I can, I can read it. Twelve years. It says Ezra B. And it is a Heaven Hill product. Ooh, just shy of a hundred. Yeah, just wow. shy of a hundred. And it's fucking smooth and beautiful. Cheers. Yeah. All you guys, cheers. Yeah, cheers hey, great day at golf. Great beautiful day. Yeah. Couldn't be better. I think the four of us need to do this more. I really do. I really do. It's a good, uh, good four guys out. But good. I want to give a shout out to Scooby Drew. Uh, he did kind of hit something on the head with that smoking inside versus outside question. Now, something I will say to that effect: Are you enjoying this cigar more now that you're sitting down versus getting in the car, in and out of the car? I was in and out of my. I was in my car a lot because I had to pick up. Okay. So how about you? <laughs> I enjoy. I enjoy this. I'll answer your question. I enjoy it more sitting down, relaxing with friends. Yeah. Well, there's no doubt when you're up and on the run, shooting golf, hanging out with your bros, riding around in the, the, the golf carts and whatever, but it is a little bit more enjoyable when you're sitting down and concentrating, right, on the cigar, the blend, and everything that's in it, and, well, hell yeah, I get that, but it doesn't mean you can't enjoy it on the run. No, not at all, and I'm not saying that, but something, something to be said to kind of align with his question that he opened up with the end of that episode is that we and I think this will be a continual aspect of a podcast going over and over 
Right now, outside, we're in the corner down here. Pick it up, man. There you go. I'm proud of you. Drag the iron. Jesus. All these seats out You know here, the most annoying thing in the world? Do you know the most annoying thing in the world? That noise right there. You are right. Stop it. I just want to let everyone Stop go. It. That's what it is. Oh, they heard it. For an hour now. You know the most annoying thing in the world? The most lazy thing you can do in the world? Drag. Uh, no, nails on a cross no, no, cord no, like no, in no, Jaws. No. Drag your feet. Drag your feet. Do you know why it's so annoying? Because in order to walk, you have to pick them up. You know the so next most annoying thing, thing in the world? Dragging a chair. Pick it up. Pick it up. Are you around tonight? I'm going to fucking smash you. We got nine more. All right, good for you. All right, you crazy guy. They will be back. They'll be back for We played the ring. What makes them crazy? But, um, so yeah, we're going to be wrapping this up. I've never played bochi. Is it bochi or bocce? I like bochi. It's bochi. bochi. It's bougie, boy. Bochi. We do a film about, but we got to have some Italians on that bochi team. Yeah, got to have some Italians. Like the offer. We're talking about, hey, Matt, have you been watching the offer? No. Right. We're making uh, The Godfather? No. Oh, it's fantastic. What, what is it on? Uh, Paramount, I think. The Offer. The Offer. It's the making of The Godfather. It's fantastic. Okay, well, that's a good... That's a good... And Ruby. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Where'd Billy go? The cigar's going great. He's over there on the I know, we call. threw... We yeah, threw no, we're good. We're good, we're good, we're good. We're good, we're good, we're good. We're good. What, was I, uh, what was I talking about? I have Bochy. no idea. Bochi? Bougie ball. I call it bougie ball. It's a bunch of rich guys rolling one ball and another one's kind of fucking annoying. Uh, it's like pool with no talent. There's a little bit. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You gotta be indoors. Okay. You can't watch it. Well, let me tell you something. We probably haven't hit this. And uh, again, we've talked about this on the show. Yeah, okay, that's why I was at. I apologize. Please talk about and I want two years. Okay, so before before you dive into it, that's really good. Before you dive into it, grinding. What do you think? Smooth. Okay, really like. Have something other than that. Not a bourbon drinker. I know that. That that's why it's fun. That's why it's fun. Yeah. Okay, so this is a 12-year-old 12-year-old single barrel and the footnotes Heaven Hill, of course. So thank you are a 12-year McAllen guy. You're more of an 18 or you were getting Cigar Mall from Dalmore. Love Cigar Mall. What does this hold embodied as Cigar Mall? It's so different. I mean, bourbons and scotches to me are... I can drink scotch all day long. I don't that drink bourbon. So, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. That Glenn, I'll tell you, the Glenn Dronick 18, phenomenal. Uh, yeah, that, that's a fantastic bottle with those finishes. All right, got to go take a tinkle. Yeah, go ahead. Let's keep this rolling. Um, I completely agree, man. I mean, let's, uh, here, let's, let's do a little taste together, okay? Go ahead and take a sip. So I want you to do this. With bourbon, this is especially important, okay? So do not forget to breathe through your nose, all right? Do not stop breathing. 
Sip it in. Hold it for a second, like you do with a cigar when you're tasting it, right? Hold it for a second. Swallow it. Push your tongue against the roof of your mouth, and then breathe out through your nose. Is that more than one thing to think about at a time? Not really. It's a normal reaction. When it was raining, no, this is a perfect day in Ireland. When it was raining, you know like, what? Yeah. Text my wife. They were, they were saying, no, don't saying, do that. Don't do that. Oh, this is nice. Um, Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. I don't know what it might There's a fun caramel Twizzler. I can taste the caramel. Like a sugary aspect that yeah. connects with it, right? And I, I don't drink liquor and like that. At 12 years old, and, and believe it or not, it's only 98 proof. 98.3, I believe, which is unique. That's why I haven't fallen off my chair. Well, that blue note was 120, so. <laughs> Most bourbon, so we, we drink it a lot high. I, I'm a firm believer that bourbon above one. Uh, as bourbon gets higher, I think 132 is, or 134 is your peak point. But that range between 115 and 126, it is so sweet. It is so defined. It is so singular. You know, what I mean by singular is you draw it in, the heat, the sweetness, the taste, the uh, heat, sweetness, and body is all in a straight shot. You enjoy it all at once. You know, whereas sometimes you get, you know, I, I beat on Maker's Mark a lot. 80, I think it's 84 proof regular Maker's Mark. When you put it to your nose, it'll cook the inside of your hairs of your nose. I mean, it, 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 it's hot. It's cowboy whiskey. That's what the nickname for it. Cowboy whiskey. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Crazy. Well, on the whole, for me, what you just said, after you swallow, put your tongue against the roof of your mouth and taste it. That's where all the taste is. Right. So part of the part of the thing that a lot of people forget. Are you a retro hiller with your cigars? Mm. Have you ever tried? Mm. Okay. So do not quit breathing. All right. Do you know what a French inhale of the cigarette is? Mm. Okay. So a retro hill on a cigar. Watch. Right? Out through your nose. Now, in order to do that, a lot of people always think you have to inhale. If you draw, if you draw the smoke in, hold it, and just breathe out through your nose, the smoke will leave through your nose. Now put your, the tongue to the roof of your mouth. The taste just expand on the cigar? I'm still tasting caramel. That's fine. Well, the sweetness in the cigar is what's going to yeah. join on top of okay. that. What a lot of people forget to do, especially when you're tasting on foods, spirits, cigars, your taste palate is not just your tongue, right? There's a reason you go to a doctor that handles your ears, nose, and throat, okay? Your entire tasting palate is that of the, of the taste buds on your tongue, the root of your mouth, and your nasal cavity. And then you breathe out, breathe in, taste and think. Mm -hmm. That is how you develop full taste. I think you can do it with food, you can do it with sauces, you can do it with with spirits, wine. So there's a reason when you when you the best way the best explanation for it is when you see a, a master vineyard or a small end wine. Mm -hmm. When they pull the wine in, they click it around. And, and they swallow, they breathe out of their nose mm. and they swallow. 
you're taking all the heat you're creating through the friction of your lips, the, the cocking of your, I call it cocking of your cheeks or your gums. As you swallow, the, the muscle technique it takes to swallow and then you exhale through your nose. That's your complete developmental taste, right? Best example, period. You've had a stuffed nose, right? Mm -hmm. Drink orange juice when your nose is stuffed. Does it taste like oranges? No. No, it tastes tart, maybe sour. You don't get the citrus. Or it doesn't taste. Or it doesn't. Or it's, yeah. or it's, or it's just more dense and liquid because, well, it's orange juice, right? That's the same thing, you know? Attempt to smoke a cigar when your nose is stuffed. You'll never get through it. You won't, I mean, you'll, you'll smoke it all you want. I'm not going to say that. You won't taste anything. Because the secondary notion, the, the higher sensitivity cavity of your taste palate is clogged. You can't get through it. And I'm not saying that you have to retrohale a cigar. Just the, the nosing of it. As, as you let the smoke go, as the smoke resonates and you're pulling the smoke in, that's involved in your taste. You pull it in through your nose. It's a completely That's different part, taste. part of the fun argument about smoking outside is like this right now. If you were smoking inside, you know, six feet to my right, that smoke would be settling above your nose, over your head, mm -hmm. across your face. You would still be smelling it. Out here, you know, the wind's blowing, it's pushing away. That's where part of that argument comes into play about being outside, how the wind can change things. You know, it can get weird, but fun. <laughs> Something or secret. Yeah, yeah that's my good juice. All righty. What did I miss? Liquid IV. All right. There. I triple shot. Um. So we were just we were just diving into taste and everything like that. So. We're getting to that point. We do need to talk about a couple of things. All right. So obviously next Tuesday, June or next Thursday, June second, right? We have our next bourbon and cigar event here at the Legends. I'm not going to dive into that again. We've talked about it three or four times. Also, I want to throw this up: AP Cigar in Rosewood Heights, Illinois. Um, no, we're doing all of them, right? We're doing them. Hear me out. We are doing Rosewood Heights, Illinois. We are doing our event June 11th there. We're doing a Craft Imperial event. Uh, we're going to have a cocktail pair. We'll have a mixologist there doing cocktails. We're going to watch the Cardinals beat the Reds. That's going to be the game on the TV. Sponsored Golden Tea Contest. Live podcast. Um, we're going to do uh, giveaways, freebies, and special release cigar. Then I want everyone to join us Sunday the 12th for the grand opening where Craft Imperial will be doing a very large unique giveaway at the Alton store. Now, if you're in, if you're, what am I trying to say? If Easy you're, for you to say. Yeah, if you're familiar with the area, sorry. Uh, the Alton store for AP Cigar is exactly, is it seven miles from Grafton? Yeah. What's, a, what's not, that stretch of road? I would say 10 miles apart. 10 miles apart, but yeah. it's, it's actually a very beautiful drive. Um, stop in, grab your cigars, come out, hang out with us, go down to the wineries, third, third shoot. Shout out to Third Shoot, man. That might be my favorite bar down at Grafton. Third Shoot's great. I love it. I love that place. But that'll be fun. So, all right. Let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. Uh, from the Viking Mahal guys, thank you so much. We will see you hopefully next Thursday. And then uh, make sure to pay attention to the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash crafting $3 a month, all the giveaways, the show we're doing. Yada, yada, yada. Um, 
Yeah, Legends event, June 2nd, AP Cigar event in Rosewood Heights, June 11th, grand opening of AP Cigar Lounge in Alton, June 12th, uh, Lit Cigar Lounge music, um, the first three Fridays, sometimes a Saturday, of each month. Uh, we do have some big events coming up soon. I'll make sure those go out from Lit Cigar Lounge. Come pick up your La Carême. Um, it's going to be a great time, man. So for me, I'm out. Uh, Griman, say your goodbyes. Been a pleasure. Thanks Thanks for having me. Yeah, no doubt. Love playing golf with you guys today. It was fucking stellar. It's a lot of fun. Rain held out. We loved it. We got it in. And from the Bourbon Cowboy, another one in the books. As always, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week, man.